0: at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson.
1: There's not one guy, one person, in the history of this program that's bigger than the program. Coach Switzer, myself, or Lincoln Riley. And what I told the players is they are the program. Players throughout these decades, they are OU football. Not us as a coach. And you're going to see this is just a little bump in the road. Well, he was right. Takes that age nicely. That one there from Bob Stoops, or as some was that were calling him at the time, the Bob Father. Two years ago today, Travis Davidson, he calmed the fan base down, he restored order, he restored confidence. His legacy was already set with this program and this fan base, but man, he added to it two years ago when he took over as interim head coach and again restored the confidence. Went out and recruited for a week, led OU to its best performance of that season against Oregon in the Alamo Bowl. Thank God OU had Bob Stoops to turn to exactly two years ago today, man. What what a moment and I hope we never forget what he did during that time.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know how uh you know Google has a tool that can measure how often a certain thing is searched for, right? And you can kind of look throughout time how often you know it's been searched. It would be interesting, Tyler, if we had that for how many times Oklahoma fans have said "Thank God for Bob Stoops." Yep, because it, obviously it would have popped real heavy in 2000. You know, it would have it would have you know kind of tailed off, you know, after Lincoln took over, and then it would have spiked that day. So uh, yeah, absolutely, uh, it can't be understated. Uh, um, can't be overstated how much Bob Stoops is uh, meant to this program, obviously himself, but uh, and then giving us Drake Stoops, the Big Twelve all-Big-12 first-team Drake Stoops. i got to refer to him Correct. as from now on.
1: Now, text line, and, and I'll try to do it on my end, Travis, you as well. If you refer to Drake Stoops today, you must refer to him. Uh, on the text line, you've got the text in, I have to say it, all Big 12 first team are Drake
2: Stoops. Do, do we all think that we can do that today? Well, thank goodness, because I'm actually I'm, I'm on my way back. I'm taking this uh, in the car. I'm on my way back from Irving, Texas right now. I was already at the Big 12 offices, Tyler, okay, ready good. to riot. Uh, I knew those good. teams were coming out today. Uh, I know you and I had discussed rioting if Drake Stoops was not first team, um, and I'm thrilled uh, that I'm heading back to Oklahoma. No riot needed. So you had the
1: bag of poop ready and you had the match lit, you just you didn't like the bag, right?
2: Correct. Okay. Correct. Good to hear. I still have it, but yeah, I have not lit it.
1: <laughs> first team first uh first team all Big 12 Drake Stoops is how we will refer to him today and maybe maybe forever. I will probably forget in about 10 minutes and uh mess it up completely, but let's see if we can do that today. First team all Big 12 Drake Stoops, uh, yeah, 405 651 a lot to get to today, but I wanted to open up with that clip of Bob Stoops because that was two years ago today, and not very often, a lot of head coaching searches go on close to the transfer portal, uh, uh, close to National Signing Day, when a whole lot of recruits are decommitting, and that's that was happening after Shoe left for USC, but it's not often, man where a program can turn to a Hall of Fame coach to calm the waters. And it's just pretty incredible that OU had that opportunity two years ago. And it really mattered, man. It really, really mattered. He went out and saw Gavin Sawchuk during that time. Uh, He went and saw Gentry Williams during that time and a handful of other players as well. You really had to calm things down on the recruiting trail. And Bob Bob was able to do that, man. So throw that in there as reasons why he's so beloved around here.
2: Yeah, I mean, you, we could we could devote entire segments to kind of going down that list, and uh, I just I just love how he stayed around the program. It's just been so important. How many other, I mean, how many other programs have a guy like that that could have picked up the phone that day and shown up? I mean, any? I, it, I mean, it would be it would be hard to think of one. That that has that a hall of, of famer
1: effect. like some former head coaches like maybe still around, but are they hall of famers like Bob is? do, yeah. they, ha- do they have the respect that Bob's do? Maybe no one, man. I mean, it's, it's seriously.
2: I'm try like I'm legitimately trying to think because you know, even even hall of famers, they don't necessarily you know retire at at you know the place that they earn their hall of fame uh, credentials at, right? I mean, a lot of them you know, go on to another school, or or maybe some of them got fired at some point. Maybe they owe them some money or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, as far as just, like, amicable terms, like, Stoops has become synonymous with Oklahoma, and I think we're obviously a lot better off for it.
1: Yeah, uh, text line saying Bill Snyder could have uh, stepped in that role. Barry Alvarez of Wisconsin could have stepped in that role. Bob's still—he uh, still got his coaching chops, though. You, you know, yeah, that's I a—that's mean,
2: yeah, you know, an XFL champion. There he's we're talking he's about. won a
1: championship uh, since then as well. So now it's—it uh, it worked out great. But uh, big story is that it's official. Co-OCs have been named. Now we'll get to some of the questions that the text line has, and maybe some of the questions that we have about these two hires. But let's start with the overall positives. What do you see as the positives here? Uh, of hiring Seth Luttrell and Joe John Finley, other than one was at the coin toss during the uh, Orange Bowl win over Florida State, it's got to be a positive.
2: Oh, other than that, oh man, we'll all have to uh, let me think about it then. Um, no, I think the obvious answer is continuity. Uh, but, but Tyler, I think this speaks to the the forward thinking of the athletic department with BV and and, and and Joe C and those guys because here's the thing. A lot of people are saying, well, it's an inside hire. This is lazy. We we should have taken an outside, you know, an outside candidate and done this, that the other, freshen it up a bit. We just took the easy way out. I would argue the opposite, Tyler. I would argue that this staff, when Jeff Levy arrived in Norman, everybody knew that he was going to be a head coach one day. And if he performed at Oklahoma well enough, it was going to be sooner rather than later. A lot of people thought, okay, probably get two years, maybe three years out of him. So after the first year goes, you know you're eventually coming to – I mean, he's already got He's a candidate at that point uh, before this season for head coaching gig. So Seth Luttrell becomes available, and he's got options. He can go be an OC somewhere if he wants. He can go anywhere else and be on staff if he wants. I'm sure he could have taken another head coaching gig if he wanted. He had options. You had other schools wanting him. He had interviewed. I believe he almost took the Kansas State job. So with that, it's, it's, it's interesting because I feel like BV and, and Joe C said, hey, look, why don't you join us in Norman? Levy's gone after this year or the next year. You can just step right into an OC role and boom. What what rehabs a career if you want to be a head coach again, like being the offensive coordinator at Oklahoma? I would argue there's not many places in the country that do it like that. So I think this was wildly just forward-thinking from Brent Venables and Josie, and I think their plans fell right into place.
1: Yeah, I, like, and I think that this is kind of your point. I don't think that the first thought of who Brent was going to hire for his next OC was three days ago, four days ago, whenever it was, when we first heard of uh, Lebby going to Mississippi State. I think when the initial hire was made of Seth Luttrell, um, and, and I don't know like, if this was the premise of the entire hire or the entire decision by Seth Luttrell, but I'm sure that there was a thought from Brent Venables that, okay, yeah, there's a chance that my offensive coordinator's gone after this year. Alabama tried to pursue him. TCU tried to pursue him. Maybe even Georgia as well. There's a chance that he's gone after next year, and Seth Luttrell could be that guy for us in our first year in the SEC. So I, I just don't think that that thought by BV happened four days ago about Seth Luttrell. I think that's a thought that has been there for probably over several months.
2: Oh, I couldn't agree more. And there's a reason that Seth had been working a little bit at the camps with the quarterbacks. And, like, there's there's no reason for Seth Luttrell to even look at the quarterbacks if he has no intention on coaching any of them in the future, right? Because he's a tight ends guy. He would be over there helping Joe John, you know, at these camps and whatnot. Like, why was he over by the quarterbacks occasionally? Hmm, I don't know. Maybe because he knew that that was the next spot that he was going to have to coach and he thought, "Hey, why not? I'll uh I'll hang out over here." But I I just I just think that people are seeing internal and thinking, "Oh, this is lazy," or they'll say, "This is like a Clemson thing to do." Well, Clemson's won two national titles recently. So, I I'm not totally against everything they do over there, right? And the the thing is with all the other hot candidates, right? We heard, uh, you know, Ryan Grubb from Washington, um, Willie Corn uh, from what Liberty. People were even saying Joe Brady. Nah, man, man, these people that were hating on Jeff Levy's offense, which you know it has it had its lulls, but Ryan Grubb, who may not even he he's not even in charge, like the head coach there, Kalen DeBoer. Every, everywhere Ryan Grubb has gone and he's been with Kalen, the offense has been great. The one time that Grubb had to call an offense without DeBoer there, it was a disaster. So not only would you say, okay, let's bring in Grubb. Okay, Grubb comes in. Well, he, did, he failed to put up a single touchdown with Michael Penix Jr., a single touchdown on 3-9 and nine Arizona State. You, you, Jeff Levy would have, been, would have been pulled out of town if he put up a performance like that. But that's who we wanted because it was an external candidate, right? Joe Brady didn't make it through two or three years of his uh, three-year contract with the Carolina Panthers, and he, was, he wasn't even O.C. of the 2019 team. And everybody Dude. thinks that he was the O.C. of the 2019 and team. And wouldn't
1: it have mattered, by the way, who was the O.C. of that 2019 LSU no. team? I mean, come on. Look at the roster that they had. I, I hope that they had a good offense that year. did doesn't matter who's right. calling plays. Throw exactly.
2: It Do and everybody says, everybody says Willie Korn, and I'm like, okay, Liberty – Liberty put up 21 on 3 and 9 Sam Houston State Bearcats. That would, he would have been run out of town with that. So I say all that to say this. You get a new hot guy, you know, new hot OC whatever. Oh. He's he's probably worse, he's probably worse than the guy you just had. And a new guy might want to bring in his staff. Who are you firing off of Oklahoma's offensive staff?
1: I I don't want to. I'm not answering that question. I, I, don't, I don't have it. I hope that was an uh, an open ended question to me rather than the uh, the text line there. But no, it's. I I think it's a very. I think it's a good point, and it kind of goes back to perception. And I and I do think it's a small minority of those who are upset with this hire. Um, but it it is about perception a little bit. I I'm gonna guess for those people. I I would just be interested in the difference in reaction if Seth Luttrell wasn't promoted from within. And I think that that's kind of what you're getting at. If Seth Luttrell was still at North Texas, and somehow you got him as the head coach at North Texas to be an OC at OU, or if Seth Luttrell was anywhere else, man. If Seth Luttrell was, a, was an off-the-field analyst for Alabama this year, would this be received a lot better? I, I kind of feel like it would, you know? It absolutely it, it, it would. It would feel like, oh my gosh, you're stealing away. A former Sooner here, a guy that's call, play call plays for a decade. Its perception is a little bit here. I, I think the hiring of Seth Latra, I think it's a, I think it's a very good hire. I mean, we'll see how it works out, but I am, uh, I, I'm happy with how things turned out, and I'm definitely happy with how things turned out, seeing as this offensive class is is going to stick together. I mean, this is going to be another top ten class that you're going to have, another very good offensive class, and I know De, uh, Dozie Ezukama decommitted earlier in the week. That doesn't sound like that's necessarily related to the Jeff Levy situation. I think you might keep your entire class intact outside of that.
2: Yeah, and I think, Tyler, you bring up the word perception, and I think that is a great point on your part. Perception, perception, perception. Everybody says, oh, it's a lazy hire, it's from within. No, if this would have been the outside hire, again, people would have said Oklahoma ties, national champion, air raid offense has been tearing up three different schools, four different schools he's ran this to tons of success. Uh, he was Gronk's position coach. He led Mason Fine to all these, you know, broken records and whatnot. I mean, but what's weird is the perception should go the other way, right? Not We got this gray guy, and we stashed him in our own system, in our own, you know, building for a whole year learning, you know, getting to know the recruits, getting to know the players, getting to know the other coaches. It's actually perfect. It's, it's you taking an outside hire – and then just letting him basically shadow the offensive coordinator for a whole year before you let him call plays. Like, that's quite li- that's quite literally what it is. So the perception word you bring up, when no offensive players leave, and you've got no offensive commits leave at least, outside of Dozy, obviously, and you've got Jackson Arnold with the exclamation points, you've got Mike Hawkins with the lock it in, You know his family was very close to Levy. You got Devon Mitchell, money bag emojis, fire emojis, you know, all this kind of stuff. Like, not only are they just, okay, I'll stick with Oklahoma. Like, they're stoked about the hire, Tyler.
1: Yeah. uh, By the way, here's uh, one of the quotes that Brent had from the release today. Quote, yes, this was an easy and convenient move, but it was also the best move for our program, our players, and our staff I went through a thorough process and vetted and visited with a lot of candidates, including sitting head coaches, former head coaches, NFL assistants, quarterback gurus, and others. Sounds like he, he interviewed a lot of candidates for this. Sitting head coaches, former head coaches, NFL assistants, quarterback gurus, and others. I wonder what the others uh, category falls under.
2: Well, maybe it was the same as that uh, that cartoonist did. Maybe he Maybe he thought about... Interviewing OU Twitter.
1: Yes, or it could have been former head coaches, NFL assistants, quarterback gurus, others, and All-Big 12 performer Drake Stoops. He could have
2: thrown that in there. Could have been. Could have been, I'll tell you what. Yeah, the the others, I don't know, maybe like Les Miles or something like that, he would qualify as an other. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure, he's some of the other things, but, ugh, he, you know, the weirdos would qualify as the uh, others. But, no, I think... You know, I think he did his due diligence, but I think part of it was he needed to have some other conversations. And sometimes when you know, you know, right? And sometimes you don't, you don't know until you have a conversation with somebody else. And you can say, hey, look, I just, what do you think about this, that, and the other? And your mind keeps on going back to, dude, I got Seth right here. Let's just, let's just do this.
1: Salmon Edmonds says, best hire possible was made, keeps the team and recruiting class locked in. Seth has done a hell of a job everywhere he's been, and his offenses have improved year over year, and he's never had the talent to work with. Also, Travis, stop calling dudes hot. Laughing face emoji. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I I, I heard you quickly uh, pivot to that uh, after that.
2: Yeah, quickly pivot. I mean, Seth's got a great jawline, but – I mean, I'm, let's, let's keep. Porter let's, Moser was impressed know.
1: with that pivot. No. it was, it was great. 405. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury would be the other.: Oh gosh. I'm glad that we don't have to field tech.: Hey, what about Cliff Kingsbury, and what about Dana Holgerson? Well, and part of these maybe part, we'll still get those today. I don't know. I
2: think something that's important to kind of discuss, or at least keep in mind, Tyler, uh, is, is something that applies to Seth Luttrell as well. He was on a deal through 2023 for the University of North Texas that was paying him $1.9 million per year. Now, if he takes another job, like an on-field role, most contracts are like, okay, you're going to have to buy him out of this, you're going to have to you know, forfeit this, whatever, right? Like That's why you see so many coaches with big buyouts just go be an analyst or go to TV or do something like that because typically the, the school has, has something or the former school has something to do with it because of the contract. So theoretically – And I'm not sure the details of the contract, but Seth Troll might have been paid by North Texas to be an analyst at OU for this last year. And also, when you bring up Cliff Kingsbury, he's getting paid $7.5 million a year through 2027, I believe, to not do anything. So... Get, yeah, you gotta, you got to think about where they're coming from and what contract situations might be at play. But, yeah, I'm, I'm glad the cliff thing died quickly.
1: Great question from the 580. Did Ted Lasso get an interview? Um, yes, he did. And uh, it was reported that uh, Ted Lasso and Roy Kent were going to come over as a package deal. Yeah, That'd be yeah. the only other hire that they could make to get more sideline penalties than they did this year is for Roy Kent to be on the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: that's, prob- that, that's probably the most important staff edition uh, this coming year. Is, are we getting a get-back coach or what? <laughs>
1: yeah, seriously, man. 405-651-3439 is the Knipple-Meyer Chevrolet text line. A lot of text, a lot of OU football content to get to. Coming up next, we'll run down that All-Big 12 list. Right here on The Ref, for the home of
2: Sooner fans.
0: This is The Ref Sports Radio Network.
2: The best casino in the metro, with all the amenities that make us number one. Make it a December to remember with our one hundred thousand dollar Frosty Fridays giveaway. Play with your wild card all month for a chance to win. It's always a good time at Riverwind. Coach
1: Stoops here for Van Hoose Fence. If you want to work with the best local fence company and get championship service, contact my friend
2: Mark and the Van Hoos. Um, uh, At the same time, he allows them freedom to have a lot of fun. In this this, uh, day and age, you've got to have fun in college football. It's still about um, it's still a sport and it's a 365 day a year job anymore. So if they're coming to the office every day and they're not enjoying what they're doing, uh, it's just too much on them. There's a lot to have there's a lot of other things other than the football, uh, mentoring and academics um, that are involved. And so you've got to make sure they're enjoying what they're doing.
1: Seth the Latrell from back in his UNT days, North Texas days, talking about uh, Bob Stoops. And we'll play another clip later on him talking about uh, being on the 2000 National Championship team and that. Experience he had, but the All Big Twelve team was released uh, just over an hour ago. Four Sooners on the first team, and really, Travis, to me, no surprises. Uh, Dylan Gabriel's your quarterback. Uh, Drake Stoops at wide receiver. Uh, Danny Stutzman and Billy Bowman on the defensive side. I am good with all four of those, and I think if I were to have come up with a list, we were to have come up with a list of the four most likely candidates. I think those 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 would be your four.
2: Yeah. No, I think, uh, I think the Big 12 uh, did right by Oklahoma. We've, uh, we have accused them of, of not doing so time and time again, but this time they came through. And uh, Nick Anderson would be the only argument, maybe get a second team type situation uh, going on there. But he was just named a semifinalist for the Earl Campbell Tyler Rose Award. So we may, we may get out of here with a Nick Anderson individual award, Tyler.
1: Oh, okay. Well there there you go. And uh what Mike Gundy was Big Twelve Coach of the Year. Texas fans are upset with that. Very upset with that. They think it's our last hose job from the Big Twelve before we get out of here. Which I'd I mean, say I, wait on the officiating on Saturday before you say that.
2: I, I think it's slightly silly and I and I know I I heard you and you and Parker talking about it and he said, you know, um you know, Mike Gundy with that roster. With those players, was able to accomplish what he accomplished. Tyler, uh, real quick, I, I haven't been keeping up with college football that much. Who's in charge of the roster at Oklahoma State?
1: Uh,
2: Mike Gundy, I think. Who's but, been in charge of the roster for the last 19 years at Oklahoma State?
1: He's been the head coach there since 2005. So, uh, I'll, 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 again, I'll go with Mike Gundy.
2: Yep, yep, yep. So, you know, he he did a great job, but, again, this is – and I know it'll it, it coming from me because they beat Oklahoma makes it sound like just sour grapes, and I get that, but I've been pretty consistent on this. Mike Gundy is the reason that they got smoked by South Alabama and they're the reason they got smoked by u c f and you can't say well, he doesn't have the roster it's his job to put the roster together, so you know it it this definitely feels like a uh you know. He, he started the fire, or he lit the fire, and then he went and put out the fire, and now the, the mayor's handing him the key to the city when he started the fire in the first place. But is what it is. Um, congratulations, Mike. Sark's Vodka says, I
1: only have one question. Would Mike Gundy have won Big 12 Coach of the Year or honestly won more than five games without Holly Gordon? Sark won 11 games, some without his starting running back and quarterback.
2: Well, I mean, Ollie Gordon's really good, so, I mean, you, you could kind of do that, you know, kind of across the board, right? I, I mean,
1: Texas has the better roster. They, normally, yeah. I, I would say they normally do uh, over Oklahoma State.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I don't want to – I mean, Ollie's had a, had a heck of a year. There's no doubt about it. I, I do think he, you know, he might have – he might have had a bit more Heisman talk had he – the timing of the schedule been differently because I think – That win over Oklahoma put his name so much on the map because he was already ahead in a lot of the statistics, and what he had done up to that stretch was really, really impressive. But the week after you put your name in the headlines, like you can't have a 25-yard performance like that. So, But, I mean, the dude's a stud. There's no doubt about it.
1: Uh, Big Rick in Owasso. Fun fact, if Mike Gundy was born again, immediately got hired as the OSU football coach as an infant, then beat OU every year until he is of age as of now, he would still have to win 15 more games in a row to tie the Bedlam series. Our Bedlam wow. fun fact on a Wednesday here. Thank you. Thank you, Got Big Rick. that. Yeah, I Got appreciate that. that. I'm, I'm trying to go back on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line and find a text, and it's saying like, "Oh, okay, well, you guys are really stuck on people talking negatively about – um, Seth Latrell, it's not so much about Seth Latrell, It's more about Joe John Finley. And, and that's kind of like the rough draft of, of what that was. That's not exactly it. I can't – there's so many texts. I'm having a hard time to go back and find it. But on, on that um, – on the criticism of the Joe John Finley hire and be, being promoted to co-OC, I, I'm, I'm genuinely curious from the text line, those of you out there that don't love the hire, what it is that you don't love the most. Because, Travis, he's not – He's not going to be the play caller. He, he's co-OC. He's not the OC by himself. And I feel like that's what people probably cared about the most with this hire is who's actually going to be calling plays as the co-OC. Well, that's going to be Latrell. Latrell's also going to be handling the quarterbacks here. Right, Joe John is going to be the co-OC. He's going to be more heavily involved with the game plan. But he's still coaching his same position and he's not calling play, so nepotism was used a lot in that text. And I, I don't know, I, I guess I'm just having an issue getting towards it's a D plus F type of hire to promote Joe Giannico O.C. in, in that scenario.
2: Yeah, one thing that's kind of lost on me, and, and and maybe I'm wrong on this, but I, I don't really care about his room's production as far as it Relates to his co o c status, you know that's what a lot of people have said. His room's a mess. what's going on? Why are we making him co o c Look at the tight ends this year. okay, well, most of the room was hurt. We brought in a guy that had clearly lost a step, even though i mean he he was open a lot, Tyler, like a lot, and d g didn't look at him for some reason. I have no idea, but like you can't look at that and say, well, he clearly has no brain for designing plays, for installing plays, for coaching plays, you know, for anything like that. And he, over his career, they, he's been very productive with his room. And, you know, he's he's been good on the recruiting trail. Devon Mitchell, obviously, coming in is one, one of the jewels of the class. And he was the associate head coach of offense anyways this past year. So it's like it's not like they just took a position coach that had no other – you know title and said oh here you're the you're the co OC like he was already regarded highly you know and and having that associate head coach title is meaningful
1: 918 the Levy endorsement did Joe John Finley in from some people's view personally i don't care just win games is is that you buy into that at all that there was a levy endorsement with Joe John Finley apparently they were close uh, uh and that was that was the reason cuz not not everyone loved
2: Levy. I mean I think that I don't know. I th- I think that they work together obviously very closely. I do think that if OU wouldn't have made this move that he would Levy would have tried like crazy to get him to come to Starkville to be his O. C. Um and I, I I think that Brent Vedable said it himself, like I think he wants to kind of keep the offense the same design and keep some continuity in there and With that, I do think the recommendation of the guy that was just calling the offense, I think that recommendation does matter, personally.
1: uh, Colin KC, if Joe John doesn't get that promotion, he leaves to be an OC somewhere else. Kind of dumb to say it is a bad hire. Um, Let's see, 405, people are just unsure what makes Joe John Finley worthy and getting scolded for being negative. 405 says he's not a good coach. His room has gotten worse every year he's been here. Outside of a flash with Braden Willis last year, his players haven't performed. His roster management and transfer portals have been bad. Bigger than that, it's pure nepotism, making the staff worse by promoting failure. Also a poor signal of things to come. <laughs> well, oh, okay, well how, how long is he, he... He's been here two years, correct, Joe John? Yeah. Well, it says yeah. a flash with Braden Willis. Well, he's only been here two years. I mean, that's half the time that he's been uh, an on-field coach here at OU. Right. And I mean, Braden Willis was really good. And look, was the tight end position great this year? Well, of course not. No, it, it wasn't great. It wasn't what you hoped it would be this year. Now, some of those things were out of Joe John's control, such as injuries. A- and that that room was, I mean, severely, severely lacking in availability this year. Severely. And, the,
2: and an RPO offense really, really kneecaps the tight end position anyways because – you know, so much of it is as I'm, I'm am I blocking, am I releasing? I don't know like that's the one position where you could look at it and be like, yeah it it negatively impacts this so i don't I don't buy into the and I know this will i guess qualify this under scolding people who are being negative, but the idea that you're rewarding failure with a promotion is wildly dramatic. Joe John was the associate again associate head coach of the offense. All last year in the offense, by the numbers and by the results, was prolific. And he's the one that can continue that continuity. He's respected in coaching circles all over the place. I'll put it this way. If if for some reason Seth Latrell came on and took over the tight end job and, you know, Joe John just wanted to go test the market, Joe John would have got a job and would have got a job immediately. And, uh, and, and because he deserves it. It's... And he's only – Tyler, he's not going to be calling plays. He's going to be signaling him in from the sideline. I don't I – I guess I don't understand what the what the big deal is here.
1: Yeah, he's been here three years, by the way. Um, he was here one year under Lincoln. So, it's been three years. But, um, yeah, look, the tight end position's got to get better. I, I think it will. Um, I think they'll get someone in the portal. And I, I think that the, they'll have Devon Mitchell coming in, and maybe he's not an immediate answer for you as a starter there. But it feels like the recruiting's going to get better there. So, I, I just – He's not the play caller. He's still coaching the same position that he was coaching the past three seasons. I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't look at this as a, just a terrible promotion here by Joe John Finlay. But time will tell, as do all hires, Travis Davidson, especially in the SEC.
2: Yeah. We'll find yeah, out soon enough. Absolutely. Yeah the, the good, yeah, the good news, Tyler, is that they will play football in 2024 and OU will I field hope an so. offense. And if okay. they stink, then, well, there you go. we'll we'll, we'll say you I guess uh, I guess it wasn't the right move it it, it is what it is but DeMarco has shown no interest in being or in calling plays he's never done it before um you know he's he's I think he's pretty content with what he's doing and so people saying well why would why didn't it go to DeMarco over Joe John well that's why the two have completely different roles Joe John that's that's his career path. They just have different career paths. Bill Biedenboe has been co-oc before. I would have loved to see that, of course, uh, especially with his, you know, how long he's been here. And, and I like an offensive lineman, you know, coach being in the decision-making and with the design because you typically only call things that you can block up well. And then Emmett Jones, Emmett Jones just got here. He's been here one year. And as far as I know, he's not been – he's he's never called plays at the college level and he'll likely get a promotion to associate head coach of offense that was recently vacated by now co-OC, Joe John Finley. So it's it's not just a issue of, hey, how'd your room do? Oh, your room did well? Okay, now you should be an offensive coordinator. I, I, it's not that easy.
1: 405-651-3439. A lot of reactions on the Meyer Chevrolet text line. More of that and the craziness. Going on right now in college football with the coaching carousel, the portal entries, and more right here on The Ref.
0: All talk lives here. This is The Ref. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and, of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC.
1: Hey, everybody josh elmer here oklahoma high school basketball is back and we have it covered on krefsports.tv 22 seconds left
0: willenborg up ahead
1: showtime <laughs> Traceon, don't catch your favorite team in action all winter long you can also find us on our social media platforms across twitter instagram and facebook to stay caught up with weekly schedules and highlights
2: krefsports.tv your home for oklahoma high school sports coverage
1: The new and improved mobile app, an online banking platform, is now available at OU Federal Credit Union. Register for access by clicking New to Online Banking at OUFCU.com or the OUFCU mobile app. Experience enhanced features such as email and text message alerts, single sign-on functionality for all features, internal and external transfers, and more. That's all from OU Federal Credit Union, 2000 West Lindsay, OUFCU.com. Or call 405 325 2211 today. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family owned and operated funeral home. Award winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland and I'm Solon Daniels. You got got our our word on on it. it. Take your game in a new direction and experience one of southern Oklahoma's finest golf destinations. Located just 20 minutes south of Oklahoma City, Winter Creek Golf and Social Club offers its guests the opportunity to experience 18 beautifully designed holes paired with 14 lakes all across stunning natural landscape. This course does not disappoint. Give us a call at 405-224-GOLF to book your tee time today.
0: Is your insurance premium rate rising? You need to make the call to your local neighbors at Rightway Insurance. Rightway's number one goal for all their insurance clients is to get the best insurance rates and have an overall positive experience. Rightway Insurance is an independent insurance agency representing many different companies for your insurance needs. Give us a call, 405-607-6014, or complete a quote form at rightwayinsuranceok.com, and we'll be happy to answer any of your insurance questions. That's Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014.
1: I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Whether you're looking for the perfect gift to dazzle your loved ones or choosing a present for yourself, you can rely on the elves at Mitchell's Jewelry. We have a tremendous selection of wish list favorites like Vahan bracelets, diamond stud earrings, diamond station necklaces, and the newest watch offerings from Michelle and Shinola. Don't make Santa wonder what you want. Let's get your wish list ready. You can make it on our website or come on in the store. Mitchell's Jewelry in the heart of Norman at 2201 West Main Street. rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson. The portal doesn't officially open until Monday, but ha, that doesn't matter. Max Johnson has already left AM, heading to North Carolina to play with Mack Brown. KJ Jefferson, formerly of Arkansas, is in the portal. Uh, Grayson McCall is in the portal as well. Cam Ward of Washington State is in the portal. Man, if you need a quarterback or if you miss on a quarterback in recruiting, no problem. You might have to pay a mill $1.5, $2 million for a quarterback, but there are always, 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 always quarterbacks available in the portal before the thing even opens. Amazing.
2: Yeah, I just don't feel like there's the level of quarterback that we've had in years past. Um, you know, Sam Hartman, Bo Nicks, Caleb Williams. I mean, a lot of the guys that you look up, you know, and they're they're top five in the country or Heisman, this, that, and the other. Yeah. Um, Jaden Daniels, obviously, like, it doesn't feel like, I don't know, everybody thought maybe Riley Leonard would be the only one that was like the, okay, this guy's the guy needs to back. That may back still for. happen, yeah. Right, but it's like the rest of these, like, Tyler, who's looking at K.J. Jefferson being like, I've always said we're K.J. Jefferson away from a playoff spot. Apparently you know what I mean? South
1: Carolina is because uh, the reports are that's where he's leaning. Now he put something out that said, I haven't decided where I'm going yet. But that – we, we could see KJ Jefferson and Norman next year potentially. Which, if that's what South Carolina is going to be rolling in here, uh, I already feel good about that game. I'll, I'll probably feel even better potentially.
2: Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's like Notre Dame felt amazing when they got Sam Hartman. Right? It was like after that OC debacle they had. I don't know. I don't know who all remembers that, but it was embarrassing watching them try and flounder to find an OC publicly. Uh, but you know Hartman kind of was their Good news of the off season, and then obviously, like I said, Caleb and Bo and all, and all these people that have transferred. But this year, you're looking at KJ Jefferson. Oh, okay, cool. Like Grayson McCall, a lot of people assume that he'll end up back with Gus Melzahn, uh at Auburn. So maybe, maybe Auburn, you know, gets some continuity back with their quarterback and head coach. But it doesn't feel quite as seismic as it has in the past. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, right now, for sure. I mean, look, you might have your past two Heisman winners. If Bo Nix beats Washington on Friday and wins the Heisman Trophy, what your past two let, – let me go back and think. Would it be only two in a row that were former portal
2: quarterbacks? Is that right? I mean, as far as in a row, I mean, you could obviously stretch it to kind of a – Yeah, a, I'm just looking know, at Calumari, it here recently. Yeah, and all yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I guess I'm looking at it more recently than that. But, no, I, I would tend to agree with that the way that it looks right now. But we'll see who uh, – who enters in the portal and still crazy that Bobby Petrino going back to Arkansas with a one point three five million dollar salary and a country club membership, man? He gets to uh he gets the Fayetteville Athletic Club or the Paradise Valley Golf Course is is what he gets, along with his uh one plus million dollar salary there in Fayetteville. And I think it was Bunky Perkins who posted this today, and it's wild to think about this. Like, who is a Who's another coach in in college football, or really college athletics for that matter, that would have been more ironic, more crazy than Petrino going back to Arkansas? Lincoln coming uh, back to OU would be insane. Chris see, Beer going back to Texas Tech, maybe on that level.
2: But what's what's interesting is, and I appreciate Clearwater calling me out. I, I meant Hugh Freeze, not Gus Malzahn. Duh. Um But I... I the difference is, like, my sister went to the University of Arkansas, and when I text that um, Petrino might be coming back, she was thrilled. I, I was like, wait a minute, what? I was like, my sister worked in the athletic department at the time of the controversy. Like, he knew the people involved, or she knew the people involved. And she was like, this is awesome. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, that's the difference. A lot of Hog fans are still big fans of Petrino, whereas if Lincoln Riley, if people got word Lincoln Riley had even made it oh, inside gosh. the state borders, Mike Steely would lead them with pitchforks to make sure he got oh, back if, on if the Garrett, other side.
1: If Garrett Riley would have been a serious uh, candidate for the OC job, and maybe someone would have liked that, but there would have been a lot that's like, no, I don't want a Riley back here. Are you kidding me? No chance. Exactly.
2: No so it's like, so it's a weird thing. It's like, and then it looks like, oh, is it... Uh, Where's Where's Durkin rumored to go?
1: Uh, well, I, Mississippi State with with Levy. Right? Yeah, He's yeah, yeah. yeah Levy. Those.
2: It was like, oh man, like that. That's an interesting thing because you would assume Elijah gets the, just the coaching carousel world is is so much fun. But yeah, Petrino going back is, I never thought I'd see the day.
1: Brian Kelly back to Notre Dame on that level. Hart Riles back to Baylor. Ugh. Uh, Mangino back to Kansas on the text line. There's uh, – it's, it's just crazy, man, what's, what's happened. The man was in a neck brace and a Sugar Bowl hat uh, at a press conference. like Just,
2: a, not, just an elite photo.
1: Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's one of the best, man. It's, is it the most iconic photo in Arkansas football history? Certainly one of the most recognizable in the past
2: oh, decade. Man. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to put I, – I, I'll put it this way. It's the picture that has been posted to the internet the most because when that first got reported that they were vetting the hire and that's my favorite part tyler is how do you like how do you vet that hire because what you're vetting like what you're trying to uncover is anything in the past you're the people that fired him like you, you are the ones that you would have to get in touch with to be like, like for a rehire type situation. That was just such a weird way to put maybe it. Maybe
1: they uh, had to interview the entire A uh, and M U uh, and M volleyball team to to make sure everything was on the up and up. <laughs> or maybe they sent out a tweet from the official Arkansas football account: "Hey, Hog fans, how would you feel if we brought back Bobby Petrino and see how exactly. the fans would react?"
2: They had to vet him, like uh, you know, Tennessee fans and A and M fans and everything like that. But yeah, the. Uh, I'm 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 shocked he's back and I'm probably Tyler even more shocked that Arkansas fans seem to be thrilled about it.
1: Well, that's the last time they won at a uh, on on a big stage or got to the Sugar Bowl at that time that's when true. he was there. So, desperate times, you know what those call for? 405-651-3439. We'll get to more OU football next right here on the ref.
0: Talking Sooner Football is what we do. This is The Ref.
1: Are you someone with extra weight and looking to make a lifestyle change? Norman Regional's Journey Clinic is ready to help you get started. We are excited to be one of the only weight loss clinics in the region offering the Spatz Balloon, the world's only adjustable gastric balloon, and also the gastric balloon with the highest success rate. There are no incisions and no hospitalization, just a walk-in, walk-out procedure. Join the tens of thousands of patients who have changed their lives with a Spatz Balloon. Visit journeyclinic.com. Or call 405-515-2049 to request an appointment.
0: It's the time for Thanksgiving, and it's time for you to feast your eyes on a new 2023 GMC from Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. Feast the beast on an all-new 2023 GMC Sierra Crew Cab 1500 4x4 AT4X and take $7,000 off the MSRP. Plus, get 4.9% APR for 60 months for well-qualified buyers. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, Exit 125 in El Reno, or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details.
1: Mike Steele here for Cavens Group. Do you need help with fire, water, or mold remediation? Cavens is a local company that's been in business for over 15 years in the Oklahoma City area. Because they know you can't predict emergencies, Cavens is available 24 hours a day to help with emergency services or commercial maintenance. Call them at Cavens Group today, 405-573-3048, or go online to
2: CavensGroup.com. Hey Sooners. I'm OU alum James Spann, and I founded Boyd Street Ventures to invest in promising Oklahoma-connected companies and bring Oklahoma innovation to the world. One of those companies is OKC-based Wheeler Bio, which is developing brilliant ways to get badly needed therapeutic drugs to the market faster. When you invest in our fund, you're investing not only in innovative companies like Wheeler Bio, but in Oklahoma's future. Check us out at BoydStreetVentures.com. Boyd Street Ventures, under the radar, above the crowd.
1: Holiday sales are coming up, and once again, smart home devices are at the top of everyone's list. Make sure you have fast, reliable internet service that enhances your smart home experience with OEC Fiber. Whether it's our Fiber Home 100 plan or our Fiber Home gig plan, we can bring your smart home experience to the next level. Plus, if you're an OEC Electric member, you may qualify for rebates for smart home devices like programmable thermostats. Check out all the money-saving potential at OECFiber.com slash smart home.
0: Take a walk on the wild side with Brom's new spicy pimento bacon cheeseburger. This bacon cheeseburger adds southern flair to a classic. Featuring Brom's pimento cheese piled high on a juicy hamburger patty with jalapenos and crispy hickory smoked bacon. Throw in a slice of American cheese to melt everything together for dreamy, cheesy goodness in every bite. Stop wasting time and go get Brom's new spicy pimento bacon cheeseburger. Nothing's better than Brom's.
2: More Norman Technology Center is a leader in workforce development for Oklahoma. High school students involved in technical education show strong graduation rates and are ready for employment in industry, for college, or both. Each year, over 90% of MNTC graduates work in their chosen fields and quickly begin contributing to Oklahoma's tax base. Your MNTC investment continually generates solid returns for your community and for the state. Call 405-801-5000 to learn more about More Norman Technology Center, elevating our economy. A special life deserves a fitting farewell. At Primrose Funeral Service, we have been compassionately serving families for over 80 years. Even if it's a long way off, when a future event is important, like a wedding or going to college, we plan for it. Planning for our own life celebration is no different. With pre-planning, Primrose can help eliminate the difficult decisions at a difficult time because nobody should plan for a loss at the same time they're experiencing one. Contact Primrose Funeral Service at 405-321-6000 or visit online at primrosefuneralservice.com.
0: Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely.
1: Cavens Group, bringing you the Sour of the Rush. If you have an emergency 24 hours a day, give Cavens a call. They specialize in fire, water, mold, remediation, and crime scene cleanup. It's Cavens Group at 405-573-3048, 405-573-3048. Yeah, Riley Leonard at Duke, 15, 20 minutes ago, entered into the transfer portal, uh, and per Adam Rittenberg, I believe he's of uh, ESPN Notre Dame is the most is most likely the destination there for Riley Leonard. So, guess uh, Notre Dame going for another one year rental next year potentially. Man,
2: the uh, you know we were getting the title of transfer portal quarterback you um, there for a while, The quarter you know Notre Dame's going to make a run at us, Tyler.
1: I I know. I, you, yeah. Jackson Arnold, typical, yeah.
2: typical them just taking stuff that we already made. Right, mm. we were already transfer portal quarterback you just like we were, they play-like-a-champion-today sign, and then they just come in and try and rob us of things that we've already – ugh, sickening the Irish.
1: They're going to hit that sign just like the play-like-a-champion sign in, in their locker room. Here is a uh, random college football question for you, but it comes on the heels of another defeat for Ohio State to Michigan. What's the word on Ryan Day out there? Is he going to be on the hot seat going into next year after three straight losses to Michigan? That, that didn't fly up there in Columbus.
2: Man, this game at least – I think if they would have lost this game like they lost the other ones that, you know, it was very clear they're a finesse team and, you know, they just got the ball, you know, ran on them all day. It just didn't feel like that type of game anymore. I think Jim Knowles has short up that defense pretty well. So, uh, you know, they hate losing to them. There's no doubt, but – shit. I don't think he's on the hot seat. If he loses the fourth time, I guess I don't know. I don't know how many times I could keep kicking the can down the road. I think Ryan four Day could Michigan, be the you number. Know no, I mean, I mean he,
1: here's the thing for him: he keeps injuring that game eleven and zero, or at least I think the past two years he has right. So it's well, he's eleven and one at the end of regular season here, but he can't beat Michigan. It's it's put him in a really tough spot. Right. But well, if and- he loses again, then I definitely think he'd be on the hot seat. Going into the year after that, like you, you can't keep losing those guys. Regardless if you're 11 and 0 or not, going into that
2: game. Well, and I've talked to some of my high state buddies about it, and he's like, "Look, he coached fine. He said they just got out executed by a better quarterback." Like. It is what it was. It is what it is. He said they got pushed around three years ago, but that hasn't happened in a while. It's like, and that's why I think it comes back to like, how are you losing? If you if you're in there getting shoved around and your priorities are clearly we want to be a finesse team, we want to be you know something that we're not. We don't want to be you know something that Michigan is. Then I think you would have a problem. But no, I. Uh, I think Ohio State they're they're still recruiting well. I you have no idea what Harbaugh is going to do in the future. Is he sick of all this NCAA stuff? Is he going to leave? I think uh, I think you have the opportunity to get back on top if you're Ryan Day. Drew from
1: Mountain, Ryan Day is going to be the Chicago Bears head coach. Maybe he just runs away from his problems there in Columbus if he can't beat uh if he can't beat Michigan. We do have conference championship weekend coming up. Ohio State won't be a part of it. Michigan will. If you think Iowa is going to score a point in the first or second half, like seriously, a touchdown, a field goal, a safety, if you think that they can do that in either the first or the second half, you can bet on that on some sportsbooks and get paid if Iowa just scores a point in the first or second half. A point. Uh, amazing. But conference championship weekend is coming up on, uh, what, starting Friday and, and then on, into Saturday. Bob mm-hmm. Stoops told us yesterday he's rooting for Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game.
2: Oh, geez, I mean, hey. Texas, you know. Texas is Texas. Yes, we need to find to out who everyone's
1: rooting for in the Big 12 championship game.
2: Yeah, I'm or would for most a prefer
1: to lose, not not root for. is, is how yeah, we're saying
2: it. Ex- exactly. It's like asking you which shin you want to get kicked in.
1: Hour number 2 of the rush coming up next right here on the ref.
0: You're listening to the home of Sooner fans. KREF, Norman, Oklahoma. And streaming live on the KREF app. The REF Sports Radio Network. At Bob Morning.